I think he's fantastic. He's For an sure. absolute phenomenal left-handed defenseman. This is L.A. Kings Fan Talk with your boys, Rodney, Rob, Darren, and Joe. All right, boys, with the trade deadline a month away, let's talk potential Kings trades. Darren, start us off. Yeah. Um, So I think we have a couple different ways the Kings can go this, this trade deadline. And I'd like to get your thoughts about what way you guys think we should go first off. And so the first way is we can take a big swing and that's getting, you know, a guy like Chikrin. We could go after someone like Horvat. Maybe if we think we need more offense, uh, there's not really a big goalie swing you could take. Um, but you could, you know, there's multiple names at, at forward and defense. You could try and do a big swing on the second route. They could go, which is probably the route they're going to take is, small moves kind of like last like last trade deadline troy stetcher type guys where they're going to fill depth positions probably not coming back just to kind of round out the roster and then the third option is they don't make any moves which is possible we have so much depth in our organization but um what do you guys think rob i think where we stand in the standings right now uh you know, we we briefly talked about this earlier. Where are we going to be as an organization? Are we buyers? Are we sellers? Um, don't obviously, I don't think we're sellers. I don't think anyone thinks we're sellers. But in a way of being buyers, don't you think we 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 should be a little more stable in in the standings? Because you know, as we record right now, we just dropped from from first to third in one day and the Oilers have two games in hand on us and we're only two points up on them. Uh, Flames have two games up on us. and They might be one point, you know, they win those two games. They're only a point behind us. We might drop all the way down to fifth. Yeah. So, so I think a lot's, you know, it's, it's a month away. A lot can change in that month. So as we're speaking right now, as far as trade talks and everything, um, I agree with you. I, I don't think we're going to make any kind of major, major moves because, you know, we're going to sell the farm to get a couple guys to make a playoff push that we might not even make. I I, I don't know. It's, it's a little discerning, but I, yeah, I think the, the devil's advocate position is we are in the mix. And so if we make a big swing, does that push us from being a, out in the first round team to a, you know, second, third Stanley cup final team. You know what I mean? And well, right. But then that's my thing is for us to, it has to be a big swing. And is the organization ready to make a big swing at it for being where we're at? I don't know. I don't think Rob, I don't think that's in his DNA right now. He's been as conservative as someone can be as far as GMs go think he's sticking to his plan i don't know we'll see so you're thinking if they do make a move it'll be just before the deadline see how uh february goes for the kings yeah it'll probably if i had to guess it's gonna be a couple depth guys um 
the guys who I have written down and one of them is going to be an interesting one is Olimata, something like that, like a sixth, seventh defenseman who we can plug in. Jake Magna from um, from the Sharks. And again, I know these guys, This na- these names are not exciting, but it's like if we're getting value picks, these are value guys who are making pretty little money. They're they're solid at what they do. They're not flashy. They're Troy Stetcher from last season. And it's it's boring to talk about those guys. But they they are crucial to what could be a, a good playoff run. I mean, look what Troy Stetcher did to us or did for us last season. So what do you, what do you do for us? He scored two goals in or playoffs. Goals. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He yeah, lost, think, lost in the first round. That's okay. I, I think like we're in like a very weird spot. Like where uh, clearly there's a couple of needs, and one of them is uh, definitely the uh, uh, left-handed shot uh, defenseman, preferably somebody that's physical. This is my opinion, obviously. Yours and uh, every other Kings fan. And, and then, yeah. and then, uh, obviously the goaltending and a I. I if there is a goaltender out there, do you go, you know, go get him? Just you know, if it's an improvement over Copley, I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know who that would be. But I think the I think basically, the Kings aren't going to be the aggressors in terms of trade. If something comes by that makes sense, whether it's long term, like a hockey deal where you get that left handed defenseman that you know fits within the you know, the next few few years window, then certainly you should you should entertain it. Like even if that means giving getting rid of some valuable pieces, which you presumably would have to do. But other than that, I don't really see like you know, like you know, like Darren the players you mentioned, I don't even see a point in getting players like that. I'd rather just see Bjorn for be playing and you know, if that's yeah. if that's the route we're gonna go, we might as well just let let them sink or swim on their own. But um but in terms of getting a goaltender, like you're really like that. That's something that I would like to address. But it's just you put yourself in a weird spot because it's not like Quick's going to be get sent down. Um, so that would mean yeah, the player you would can't have, send Copley down. Yeah, he, he, well, the, or, why? Because he would get 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 picked, get picked up. He's, yeah. he's a waiver guy. So yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty much stuck with those two at this point. That's uh, fortunately our Achilles heel. I mean, the defenseman's a luxury at this point. Like the, the goaltending is. Um, you got to just pray that that what's his name can uh, you know hang on like um, you know the, the players in front of him continue to play play well. Um, so, so go ahead, Joe. I I saw you perk up when Darren said Ole Mata because you oh, know fa- fans fans of the podcast know what a <laughs> Mata fan you are. So I was just. Well, I- I at the end of the day didn't have a big problem with them. I know you're giving me crap there, but that, yeah, I mean certainly there's not anybody that uh, yeah. make a difference on this on the team. I and I to Darren made the comment. We we do have depth already, so it's like uh, we need a, we need upgrades. You know, if we're gonna make a move, it's got to be it's got to make sense, um, and that might happen. Like you know, like you never know, like. Uh, somebody might get aggressive and want to just, you know, uh, you know, maybe like they like some of our younger players, and, and you know, they have something of that we could use. Um, but uh, I won't hold my breath if that's the case. I think the the two that I like the most that are kind of a 
it's not something the Kings inherently need, but I think it could be an interesting route they, if they go that way as a getting another center and pushing was out back down to the fourth line center. And the only problem it creates is when more comes back, where does Byfield go? But if you get a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, who's possibly available from St. Louis, you get a guy like Dylan Larkin, who's possibly available from Detroit. Like those guys, if they're your second, third center, like that's a, it's a lot of depth and and the Kings can make almost any deal work if they trade Walker and Joe's boy Grunstrom. Um, and, and then just making it work with the retained salary on the other end. So any deal for this year alone with like a UFA, they can make it work. It's, you know, if they try and get into a longer term deal, then they get, then they run into more salary cap problems. But so Darren, I, don't think I, would, I don't think I'd want to give up what it would cost to get either of those two players you mentioned. As, as somebody out there that's that's a, a legit contender is going to pay a, a, a serious cost for him, and you know, um, I, I would think it would be. I would think it would yeah, does not be a see. And it's it's what, use of assets. It's what you just said, though, Joe. I agree with you one hundred percent. But in three weeks, in four weeks, say we kind of just catch fire and kind of solidify. Say say we're in first place and we're kind of a legitimate contender. I I can see Ryan O'Reilly really really. It's, can you imagine that guy as our third line center, and with Velarde healthy, Kaliev uh, healthy, and and Lord. more healthy. All those guys get pushed down to third and even fourth line kind of things. That's is one little thing. But you're going to have to give up a boatload. Like, I, think mean, so. I mean, I'm thinking you're giving up, like, definitely one of our good young players. Like, uh, like I would qualify I follow as one of those. What do their um, contracts look like, Darren? Uh, O'Reilly is 7.5 and Larkin is 6.1. They're both UFAs. I think everyone. Right, it, it's a rental. 100% rental. They're 100% rentals. And that's and that's the thing is like I, I just I I don't get what you're saying too, Rob. Like uh, I don't I don't think this is the year that you want to really go all in think, on. You know, there's just too many question marks. Again, the goaltending, like, and then yeah, it's just right. I'd, I'd save my chips for next year. And, you know? and that's and that that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. You know, it's it's a weird situation we're in. Uh, which is the way the whole team's playing all season. But all I was saying is just, you know, that that 5% chance of, holy smacks, we, we catch fire, we're in first place in, right before the trade deadline. Let's This is it, yep. Byfield is 100% comfortable and, and he's a stud. You know, just w- when weird things happen. But I don't, I honestly, I hate to say it, I hate being negative, but I don't think that's going to happen. So that's why, yeah. I don't know if it's I something think, we plan on talking about, but uh, like if, at some point, do we want to talk about uh, just how tight the Western Conference is? It's insane. Yeah. The we Pacific, point percentage. Everybody's Pacific. hovering around that point six or sixty percent uh, points percentage from. I think what uh, 10, 10 teams or, or more, maybe. That are either just above it or just below that number. 
I think it's yeah, eight or nine. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the conversation, but I mean, no, no, no. Goes, You're right. But in. I mean, I think that's, in my opinion, I wouldn't mind them. Maybe not making a, getting a guy like O'Reilly or Larkin, but like making a even a mid-tier deal where it's like it's not like a, it's not like an Olimata, but it's not Jacob like type of deal. Yeah, I mean, or like um, I have written down uh, Max Domi from Chicago, younger guy can play center, can play wing. He's an offensive type of guy. And it's like, you know, he's not the most exciting player, but he has a, I think he has a point per game season in this past, or maybe it was like a 70 point season. So, so it'd be like, uh, something like that would be interesting to me just because our core pieces of Kopitar, Dowdy and quick are getting older. And this might be the last run for quick. I mean, the way he's looked, I don't know. If he's coming back, if the Kings want to resign him, or if he's even going to try and give it a, another season with how he's looked this year, but like it might be our last run with him. So, do we want to try and this? This was my argument last year when I don't think we knew Brown was retiring, but it was like pretty, you know, implied that he was going to be done. And it's like maybe we should take a swing, and that's kind of what I wanted last year. I wanted them to get like a guy like Andrew Cop, and. You know, he's not like a huge name, but he's someone who can make your lineup better from a bottom or like a middle nine or middle six perspective. So I'm surprised Domi's bounced around so much. Like, what has he got like issues? Because he's a good player, at least from my recollection. How much would he fit in on, on this Kings team? I mean, undersized like everybody else on the Kings. It's like we have a clone factory of all these undersized players. True. But I yeah. think uh, the other thing with him is like you. We always talk about we want toughness, and while yeah, he's not like a physical. big, big guy, he's he doesn't take any shit. You know what I mean? Like he's he's tough, and I think the way most Kings fans want, or how do I phrase it? It's not he's not tough in like the traditional sense, but like he's he's not going to take anything. It's kind of how like he's kind of like Fiala in that way. I think so. I'll, I'll pass on him. We got enough. We got enough little rats that don't do much. <laughs> little rats. Are we that small? I mean, are, like, are, well, I'm, it's not that we're that small, but just, I mean, unless you, but we're you that got, small. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I look at Arvidsson and, and, and Lazat, oh. just, they're, they're just, there's no f- physicality there because they're just that small. I don't know. And our big guys just don't play big enough. Yeah. yeah, that's fair, um, and that's yeah. I, that's I've definitely been beating the drum of the physicality. I think we could definitely use uh, some upgrade there. Um, so, so Darren, what uh, what what general managers or what scouts have been uh, following the Kings around, looking for potential trades? I know Ottawa's been there. Who else? Yeah, I I think that's the big one is Ottawa because that points to are we getting Talbot or they're gonna they're scouting for guys for the trade for Talbot. Uh, the other thing is they need a right D I believe. And so I don't really follow too much who scouting who I, I don't know. I feel like that's just something that happens all the time, but. So the question becomes with, with Ottawa is everyone's talking about Talbot, Talbot, Talbot. Well, we get rid of, you know, the, everyone's talking Walker and Roy. What if it's really Shabbat? Down for, down for that. He's, because I, I think he's fantastic. He's For an sure. absolute phenomenal left-handed defenseman. You know, 
two for one action right there. I think you'd have to go more than than just those two, but right. But I'm just well, the right. picks and all the other stuff. But I'm talking roster, you know, for sure. the way things fit right away. Man, he, that would that would be an absolute upgrade for sure. Yeah, make it so. I think uh, on D, the other guy I like, if we're not going to get someone like Chabot, who's going to be hard to move because he's kind of one of their cornerstone guys for Ottawa. I like uh, Jake McCabe out of Chicago. He's a physical guy. He's going to play the, you know, maybe not the um, Scuderi role, but like the Willie Mitchell, Robin Rigger type banger, defensive, left-handed defenseman kind of guy. And, and we said it last podcast where it's like, we don't need, a ton of offense from the left side. So if we get our offense from the right side, we can get our stay at home guys on the left. So, so it's, what's kind of crazy is, uh, the big names for trades. If you, if you just type in trade lists or what, whatever on Google and one of the first ones that come up, they come up with a whole list of names and it seems it's all Western conference players. No one in the East wants to really get rid of anybody they want. You know, you got everyone on, on Vancouver that's up for grabs. And then Chicago's up for grabs and San Jose, you know, all the, all those guys are, they all have pieces. That's what I start to wonder is if the Kings are going to do anything, all the hot names, all the, the commodities that are wanted, are in conference and a lot of them are actually in division, you know, does that make their cost go a little higher or do, will teams just not trade us? You know, can you see us getting Reimer from, from San Jose? You know, can, I, I don't think that happens, but it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I don't see any in division stuff happening, possibly conference, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's too many guys in division that I had on my list that I wrote down. I mean, maybe because I just inherently thought the Kings wouldn't go in division. Right. Um, but, and I'm not giving up on Chikrin. You think he's I, the guy? No, well, I'm just saying his name's been out there for so long and no one's pulled the trigger. Then that means the richest the people that have the most to give up seems to be the ones that are in line to get them. And we've all, you know, it's widely known the King's depth and should, I mean, I think we have a good chance at it still. I, I, it's not something, like I said, I don't want to overpay or anything like that, but if there is going to be a slight overpayment, the Kings can afford that. Why is his name always like talked about so much? Is because because he's the most coveted because he's so young and his contract is so friendly. It's yeah, it's so how long? How many more years does he have? Like, well, now two, it's two, four, six. Four, I mean, six. like I just I mean I just wonder like uh, why, it's why, why does Arizona he, even have a team? So he well, yeah, like, it seems like they're constantly. 50, yeah, in that 56 game season, uh, two years ago or whatever, he had like, what do you have, like 18 goals or something it's stupid some, like that? Yeah. And so everyone saw his finishing from the defensive position and thought they kind of projected it up. And he's kind of dealt with injuries the last year and a half or so. But 
he came back from one, I want to say it was like December or something like that, mid December. And he's been, he's been really good since then. Like, uh, it, yeah. And it's, it's sort of like just the shiny new car out there. You know, he's everything we want size, left-handed, uh, extra year on the contract, affordable, uh, just the way he plays. It, it's just, so the assumption things. is though, that he'll, he'll move on from Arizona when his contract is up. That's the assumption. Yeah. And I think it was uh, late last year he asked the Coyotes to go ahead and look for trade partners for him. Like they came to an agreement that they would do that. Um, since we're talking, you know, we're talking trades, you got to talk um, organization, organizational depth. Kind of, kind of a little sad to see our rain team. You know they're fifth in the they're Pacific. Right they're terrible. If we're everyone's talking about how great our our youth is, why the hell are they in fifth? Why are they so bad? I mean, if if oh we got all these great kids, man, they better start winning. If for, I mean, if you think I it's mean, Peterson's fault? Oh, I don't La- know. lack of goaltender depth. Can you can you track it? Their losing streak to when Peterson went down there. I know he played really well to start. Like he had, I Just, think we talked yeah. about it. He yeah. had like five games, something like that, or four games that were like really good. And then from that point, they've it's just been like loss, 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 loss. But I don't know how they were doing too much trend wise before that. So, so when when teams come knocking, when we when we go knocking and they ask for certain things, there are some guys down on the rain though. I I don't want to see Chromiak go for anybody. He's he's That's figuring my boy. out. That's my boy yeah, right there. He's figuring out the North American game now. And yeah. well, I mean, he came from juniors, anyways. You know, but yeah. I'm saying the the man yeah, game, adult. Yeah, the, he's he's starting to light it up. He, it's he's nice to watch. But but guys like Madden and and Dudas and. You know, you got Spence still down there and Moverare. And why aren't we better with all those names? And TJ Tynan's still leading the AHL in scoring. Yeah. He's still the best player in the AHL. I'll tell what you the why. Two words Martin Furk. Got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> got rid oh, of him man. and look look what happened to the rain. <laughs> yep. where, where is he these days? He was with Chicago, but I think he got sent down. Oh, okay. He yeah, played Chicago. This year or not Chicago. Uh, St. Louis, sorry. He was yeah. with St. Louis on their yeah. farm team. Another farm uh, team is the best farm team in the world. So, just kidding. <laughs> is there a lot of youth on the rain? Or like, I don't yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. We're, the, the names are sexy names. They're, the potential is through the roof with a lot of the guys that I, that I just said, too. You know? Yeah. Um, that they're they're all projected to be solid NH- NHL. Yeah, like how many of them players. are you know offhand? How many of them are like first year players? Because I mean that. Well, Chromiak is. That's the that's why okay. I I mentioned him. Gotcha. Hellenius um, Lee, a couple yeah. others, yeah. Hellenius and and Anders Lee and the we have a uh, Helga Granz. <laughs> he was Hol- with them last year, right? Yeah, yeah Granz was uh, down there last year. Well, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> Cal Peters. Um, so, so 
we can uh rob you talked about eastern conference teams a little bit ago and i think part of it is um i was thinking about this while you were talking about the rain uh i think the team that you could look to get some stuff from that has some value is the islanders they, they've started falling off a little bit and obviously the the golden goose there would be barzal but i don't know if you're getting him I, there was a little bit of like could the deal work before he signed his contract in the off season but I mean, he'd be he'd be outstanding for them to get. But I, I was looking at Adam Pellick, big lefty defenseman. Yeah, he he reminds me. It's I'm gonna be a broken record. He reminds me a lot of Robin Regeer and and Willie Mitchell type guys, where they, you know play solid defense and they chip in a little bit offensively. So sounds like you want to put uh, together a 2022 version of our 2012 team or 2014 team. Do we have the right coach to approach it with that mentality? Todd McClellan's a, a fine coach. I mean, why not? I mean, look what he did you, the first you, you are going to just infuriate half half of our listeners right there by saying that. I agree with you, by the way. I'm a, I'm a Todd fan. Yeah. I mean, look what we did last season where we had how many guys out? We had one of the most man, in, or man games lost to injury in a season, and we were third in the Pacific and – you know, took the took the Oilers to seven games. So, so it sounds like we need to reconvene and have another show in the last week, just before the trade deadline, to see what's going on. I yes. All right, Kings fans, don't forget to like and subscribe because that is our show for today. Until next time, stay classy and go Kings, go. Okay.